Welcome to the official podcast of the Canberra Raiders. So close for the Raiders. And Papali would be an appropriate man to score. Brought to you by OAC Digital. Come join us as we go behind the limelight. Hello and welcome to Behind the Limelight, the Raiders' official podcast, thanks to OAC Digital. Round 22 is the Women in League round in the NRL, where we celebrate the contribution that women make across the game in all areas. Joining us on the podcast this week is Rosie Harrison, who's one of those contributors. Hey Ben, how's it going? Good, thank you. And joining us from the Gold Coast, uh, up there on the hub, uh, let's have a chat to Tom Logan. How are you, mate? Hey guys, good to see you again. Yeah, wonderful to have you on board and no doubt it's been a happier camp, Tom, this week after that win against the Dragons last weekend. Definitely. Obviously great to get the two points. Uh, it wasn't pretty, albeit regardless of how well we played, I think it's it's great that we're still in the hunt for finals football and, yeah, definitely a much happier camp and uh, it feels like an eternity since that Dragons game, to be honest. Uh this time has just absolutely flown by and they the boys have had a really strong training run yesterday so really looking forward to getting up to the sunshine coast and uh, hopefully causing a bit of an upset yeah we'll preview that game against the storm a little bit later on we'll also review that win against the dragons and our special guest this week on the podcast is elijah anderson who made his nrl debut against the dragons last weekend but first of all today let's go around the horn All right, as I mentioned there, plenty happening uh, in and around the club. Let's start with Elijah Anderson, our guest, who will be coming up a little bit later on uh, the podcast today. Uh, He has re-signed with the club, uh, Rosie, until the end of 2022, so one more year as a development contract. uh, And he joins Brad Schneider, who signed for two years in the top 30 for 22 and 23. Great news for the club. Yeah, it is great news to have those two guys sticking on board with the Raiders. Uh, we saw Anderson make his debut uh, last week against the Dragons, only a few minutes off the bench, but great to see. And we saw Schneider make his debut against the Storm back in round 11. So wonderful to see those two um, continuing on with the club. Tom, it's uh, very similar debuts for them. They had some nervous weights, both of them, uh, well into the game. In fact, I think it was in the 70th uh, odd minute um, of both games before either of them got an opportunity to come onto the field. But I'm sure um, EJ was quite relieved um, to get himself on the field and I'm sure it was a nice moment in the in the uh, sheds for them afterwards as well. Definitely. He was obviously very relieved to get onto the field. I'm sure that uh, he would have been probably the most nervous person in the stadium in the lead-up to that. But uh, just from observing him around the team environment, he just feel, seems a lot more... Uh, confident and comfortable around the playing group, and you know I couldn't be couldn't be happier for him. He's, he's a great young kid, EJ, and hopefully we get to see him uh, in the not too distant future. You also had a chance to catch up with Brad Schneider um, after he announced that he'd resigned as well, and uh, he's just a really excited young player who just wants to get in there and uh, is really enjoying the experience up there um, as part of the squad at the moment. He's a great young kid, Brad. He's 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 a very very keen uh, learner of, of the rugby league game. He's, he's not only is he a great young talent, but he's, he's a great student of the game as well. And he's he's just making the most of his opportunity up here. He's been he's been training, and um, you know he continues to, to develop. He's still quite young, uh, Brad. So uh, it's it's great news for him, and I see him as a bit of a, a key part of our future moving forward. I, I, it's it's a fantastic 
uh, re-signing, a couple of re-signings for the club. Yeah, I agree. He's a, he's a wonderful, talented player and his commitment to his craft is second to none. We've spoken about it on this podcast a few times, but uh, many, many afternoons we've looked outside the window here at Raiders HQ in Braddon at the Huawei Raiders Centre and we've seen him out there on the field, you know, passing balls, Rosie, to the posts. He's been kicking in the corners and just working on his game, which for a young player is what you want to see. Yeah, exactly. And he also adds that depth to the squad as well in the halves there. So if we get injury, you know, he's happy to step in. So, yeah, he's a hard worker and dedicated and looking forward to seeing him in the future. Something very different for the club this week uh, and it only got sprung on us uh, on Tuesday uh, ahead of the team list being named was that we've decided to loan the Bulldogs a couple of players uh, for the uh, next two weeks. Corey Horsburgh and also Ryan James will don the blue and white as they take on the Warriors and the Knights over the next couple of weeks, Rosie. And it's an opportunity for them uh, not only to you know give the Bulldogs some players, but to get some much-needed game time with no reserve grade at the moment. Yeah, exactly right. It's um it is an unusual one circumstance, but yeah, it's a win-win for both um teams. I think um it'll give Ryan and Corey a great chance to get some minutes into them because um, yeah, obviously they can't play New South Wales Cup because that's been just called off. But um yeah, it's it's great that they can join. Tom, you've been in the camp with the guys this week. Uh, the news filtered through the squad, I'm no uh, no doubt. Uh, what's the feeling like there? What's the situation? Are they are they still hanging with our team? Have they moved into the Bulldogs camp? I know they're in the same hotel. What's going on at the moment? Yeah, to, to tell you the truth, I'm actually not too sure. I haven't seen either of those guys uh, when the when the news became public. I, I guess um, I, I walked into the team room last night to have dinner and and then I obviously sat down next to Corey and he just said, yeah, I'm playing this weekend. And I thought, oh, great. You know, the, you know, good on you, mate. I'm, you know, it would be great for you. And he said, but for the Bulldogs. And I thought, well, hang on, what's going on here? And I think it was literally a case of obviously the Bulldogs team room and the Raiders team room are not too far from each other. And it's just a, you know, they might have just knocked on the door and said, hey, we need some forwards this weekend. Can you guys help out? But it's a win-win situation for both clubs and, it's just a fantastic outcome. And to be honest, all the best to them. I, I hope they play well and, uh, you know, obviously put in a good performance. Yeah, I think the key there is the fact that we've mentioned that there's no opportunity for these guys to, to get in front of the coach's eyes outside of the training field at the moment. So if they go in and play a really strong performance over the next couple of weeks and they come into calculation for those couple of games at the end of the season and, you know, put their name forward if the Raiders are uh, successful in making the finals as well. So, you know, it'd be good for both of those guys. And, um, look, we wish them all the best and hopefully they can get some good minutes in those two games. Uh, the team changes this week, Tom. Um, we've had a couple of uh, changes to the team uh, that defeated the Dragons. We've got Bailey Simonson back in the side for Semi Valame, who's uh, picked up a bit of a, a throat injury. Uh, he'll be out for a couple of weeks. It's great to have Bales back in the side. We know how much of a quality footballer he is. Uh, we we can't forget that he's a New Zealand international. He's been he, before he picked up his little injury. Bales, he was putting in some really good shifts in fullback. And I think Ricky Stewart's made it quite clear um, to the team this week that he really wants uh, his outside backs to really contribute and make some metres coming out of our defensive end. I think uh, when, when you lose a player like Semi Valame, you lose a few metres. But uh, it's I'm excited for Bales. You know, he's, a, he's just a fantastic uh, trainer and obviously person and great footballer. But... Um, you know, we're obviously going to miss Semi and what he brings to the team, but uh, it's not too serious with him. I've seen him around a bit and he's, he's in pretty good spirits and he just knows that he probably needs to just take it easy for a week or two. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what happens at fullback there if 
Um, you know, we know how well Jordan Ruppin has played over the last few weeks, but he has to get through. He's had to get through a lot of work. And Bailey Simonson, before he was injured, he was actually playing some really good football, Rosie, at fullback. So perhaps there'll be a bit of a change during the game. They might play a few minutes in both positions. We don't know yet. Yeah, I think it's a good idea to um, give them both a bit of a chance up at fullback because it's such a demanding position on the field. So, yeah, give a rapper a bit of a rest and put um, Bailey in there. Yeah, for sure. The other change comes on the bench. Uh, Elijah Anderson, um, after making his debut, will drop back out. They've gone for the experienced Sia Soliola up there in the middle of the pack. We'll have a look at the rest of the team a little bit later on as we preview the match. Before we move away from around the horn, though, Rosie, let's talk women in league. It's an important week uh, week on the uh, NRL calendar, and um, although we you know, highlight the contributions that women make all year. Uh, this one weekend is an opportunity to put a bit of a an extra uh, highlight on everything that, that, that happens in the game from a, from a female perspective. Yeah, definitely. Um, the Raiders players will be wearing a Women in League jersey this weekend, which features the names of women um, all throughout the Raiders community on the jersey, which is really special. Um, there's family members and staff and uh, fans and members and that. So it'll be really special for the players to run out in, in that jersey this weekend. Um, and then, yeah, we've... Um, I spoke to a few um, women during the week, um, writing a few stories for the uh, websites um, in our junior clubs and that, which are really great to see. So keep an eye out for those. Yeah, yeah, there'll be content uh, happening across uh, all the week. And of course, that jersey, thanks uh, to a partnership with Toyota Forklifts, they'll also feature some female employees from Toyota Forklifts as well. So great to have a, a nice cross-section there between club sponsorship, club fans, club members, um, players' partners, players' children, uh, and all of those people that make Rugby League a, a great place uh, through the contributions of women into the game. Tom, you are also catching up with a few of the players' partners up there. Looking forward to seeing um, what they've got to say about hub life, but also um, about the contribution that women make in the game as well. Yeah, I've already spoken to quite a number of them and I've, and I've even spent quite a bit of time with most of them uh, over the course of the past three weeks. Obviously, I spent two weeks with them uh, in Surface Paradise before we were allowed to be led into the hub and uh, we've got a fantastic group up here and, um, you know, I, I think it's easy for people to forget that the, the partners of the players that are up here, they've, they've had to make some massive sacrifices in their life and and most of them have uh, young children Um that they have to care for and and you know these kids aren't going to school so they have to sort of manage you know if they get if they're going to get homeschooled throughout their time up here and um you know I, th- I think it's really important that we sort of highlight that the contribution that they're playing um towards our players and i, th- I think it's you know it's it's, it's great that this week we're, we're able to highlight that yeah most certainly agree on all of those points women in league round round 22 raiders and storm Let's have a look at the Raiders' win in round 21 over the Dragons. 20 points to 12 uh, at uh, Suncorp Stadium behind closed doors. It was a Friday night game uh, and it was a little bit messy early on, Rosie. Both teams not really not taking uh, advantage of uh, other teams' errors early on in the game. But in the end, the Raiders were able to tough it out for a gritty uh, win and with some some pretty um, stoic defence as well. Yeah, the Dragons uh, got out to an early 8-0 lead, but the uh, Raiders managed to claw them back. And yeah, it was just just a great effort from the Raiders in defence. The Dragons threw a lot of their defensive line. and uh, But Starling's try, I think, in that second half really turned things around for the Raiders. They really, it was 12-all heading into the break and he scored that second half try and the uh, Raiders managed to hold on. Yeah, Tom, you had the feeling that 
when the Raiders went into that uh, halftime break all level, that the momentum was probably with them. And in the end, they were able to, to come back out and put a really um, strong defensive performance in the second half. 100%. I can't emphasise what Rosie just touched on before, just how crucial that try was at the, to- at, the at that time of the game. And um, I've got to admit, I was, I was a bit worried because when, as Rosie mentioned, the Dragons went 8-0 up, you kind of wondered if it was going to be one of those games that, you know, where just things weren't going, going for us. But nevertheless, you know, they, the team turned up in the second half. And uh, most importantly, we just got those extra two points on, on the board that are going to sort of really matter once uh, it gets to the business end of the season, season which it is now. We talked on uh, and we touched on the Elijah Anderson debut there in Around the Horn, Rosie, but um, wonderful to see another young, talented player uh, get an opportunity. And it's one thing that Ricky's been big on over the past couple of seasons with no New South Wales Cup as a backup is to give these guys a chance to come in and prove themselves. Yeah, we saw him come off the bench uh, five minutes ago, I think, in the game. But it's just great to get a taste of NRL and it'll make him hungrier, I think, to want some more, play some more NRL matches. So he'll be keen to get back out on the field as soon as possible. Yeah, he was fantastic. And I know that um, we'll, we'll catch up with him shortly and have a chat about what that experience was like for him. For me, Tom, um, one of the really strong performers in that game and he picked up the Zengo Man of the Match Award for the fans' choice was Tom Starling. Uh, once again, his injection into the game, and I thought he got on pretty early last week. I think it was about the 15, 16 minute mark. Um, when he came on, uh, once again, it freed up, and we've talked about this in the last few weeks, Josh Hodgson to play that extra ball player, and um, that combination is just getting better and better each week. I absolutely love it when Salo gets injected in the game. I, I think, it, I think every, it brings a lot of excitement to the fans, and you can see that the players get quite a, a big boost from it as well. I think... I, I don't know. I just, I just feel like that, that that sort of really, I guess, elevates us in, in an attacking sense and and really sort of, you know, catches the opposition a little bit sort of off guard from what they're sort of used to in, in the game. And it just adds a bit adds a bit of like, an, a, I guess, another dimension. And it's just, uh, it's been working really well for us. And, you know, I, I just think that I, I really see this as a, a bit of a key area um, heading into the Storm game this weekend, just based on, um, you know, the Storm have quite quite a large forward pack and I really see Starlo again playing another crucial part this weekend. Yeah, we'll highlight his matchup uh, with Harry Grant a little bit later in the preview. But yeah, once again, a fantastic effort by Tom. And uh, as we mentioned, uh, starting to build a nice combination with Josh Hodgson, Sam Williams and Jack Whiten uh, in that ball playing role. Uh, time now to catch up with our special guest, EJ Elijah Anderson. You're listening to Behind the Limelight, thanks to OAC Digital. Joining us on Behind the Line Lot this week is Raiders' newly re-signed winger and new debutante as well, Elijah Anderson. How are you, EJ? Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? Yeah, wonderful, mate. Um, first of all, let's start um, by discussing your debut uh, for the club on the weekend. Um, I'm sure it was a nervous 70-odd minutes for you sitting on the bench, not sure whether you'd come on or not, but it must have been a relief to get out there. Yeah, it was good to finally get out there. I um, wasn't sure if I was going to, but... Um you know, three minutes um, something I'll cherish for a long time. And, yeah, it was good to finally get out there. I suppose the, the big thing for you, though, was just knowing um, all week that you were going to um, potentially have the opportunity and, and to get to, to train with that squad, knowing that you were going to be in that final 17. Must have been a real bonus for you. Yeah, le- leading up to the game, it was just, just unreal. You know, um, I think I found out Tuesday and just uh, 
leading up to it, I was just getting more, more, more excited just to get out on the field. Yeah, loved it. Mate, you've uh, obviously had a lot of support um, along the way to that step. Um, it must have been really nice, even though you guys were in that hard lockdown still, to have that support of family and friends, um, whether it be uh, your girlfriend in person or whether it be the rest of the um, your family you know, jumping online and, and congratulating you. It must have been a nice little experience for you. Yeah, yeah. It was a bit unfortunate that the family couldn't be there for the game and that, but I knew they'd be there watching, watching it on the tally. But um, yeah, it's always good to have the girlfriend here too to keep me some company. But yeah, it's good. And mate, you've re-signed um, for one more year next season, and that yeah. must be a nice little reward for effort too. Considering, I suppose that you guys you haven't had a lot of opportunity to play football this year with the with the New South Wales Cup being shut down and and everything that's yeah. happened along the way. Yeah, it's unfortunate that too. Also, just with a lot of boys, you know, um, they're hoping to um play a lot of footy because the Last year with the whole COVID thing too, and I know a lot of the boys didn't play footy at all. So it was just good to get out there, even with the um, boys in the cup team, just to play footy. But yeah, it was really unfortunate that happened. Let's go back to um, the beginning of your rugby league journey. Tell us a little bit about um, when you stayed, started playing football and how you progressed up through uh, the ranks. So yeah, oh, I started playing footy when I was, I think it was five or six for the North Knights. Uh, back in Rocky, and then um, played all my juniors all the way up till I think I was 11 or 12, and then I had a pretty um, serious injury, <laughs> a bit of a silly one too, um, and then I stopped playing footy in all sports, like all together for like four or five years, and I didn't come back till I was 16, and then um, when I was 16, I just went back to the local um North Knights under 16s, and I was just playing local footy, and then they had that rep team, but I didn't go on to the further stages. So from there on, I was just playing local footy, and then at the time, I think I was just turned, I think it was midway through um, year 11, there was a Capras under 18s trial back home, and I didn't end up making the team, but at the time, there was St. Brennan's um, head coach, Terry Hansen. He um, spotted me and asked me if I wanted to come down to St. Brennan's College for the remainder of my schooling. And just, I jumped straight on board, and that's where everything just skyrocketed from there. Yeah, so then uh, after that opportunity, you had the chance to play some football uh, at Queensland representative level, and then you found your way to the Cowboys. So, yeah, um, I think, I was, I think I was 20 when I got the opportunity to go up north and um, things didn't really work out there, but I'm grateful for the opportunity up here now. Yeah, with the Raiders, um, tell us about how you found your way here. Peter Mulholland, obviously, um, is the guy that identifies talent at the club and uh, I believe he had a hand in, in you coming to Canberra. So Yeah, yeah I, I, I was just back home in Rocky, wasn't doing nothing really. I was just working full-time. I was just back home playing uh, local rugby union. And I, th- I think I thought nothing was going to happen for me, but my um, manager got on to uh, Pete and he said, hey, mate, there's opportunity down here at the Raiders. Um, can't really promise anything, but, you know, if you give it your best and hard work, I think um, there's a chance. And, um, yeah, 
just things happen from there. So it was, yeah, really good. You know, now that you've been here for um, a while and you've had the opportunity to work under the coaching staff and, and obviously Ricky, um, they must be really thrilled with the way that you've been going because this has um, ended up with you getting that uh, new contract. Yeah, the coaching staff here really good. You know, it's um, I can not only talk to them as a coach but also like as a mate and uh, I really love that. I can just go and speak to any of them. So, so yeah, it's really good that I can see it that way. And now with uh, the new deal signed for next season, uh, no doubt the, the focus will be for you to try and get yourself another opportunity at that first grade level. And there's such a, a great amount of young players um, pushing for selection. So it's really strong, um, really strong for you guys to be all pushing together. Yeah, yeah. It's really good to see the depth that the, that we all have here at the Rays, you know, and um, all the boys will support anyone that, is uh, going to come through, but yeah, I just yeah, it's really good to see that depth that we have here. What about um, away from the field in terms of the players? Who do you uh, who do you get really well, on well with, and who do you like to hang around with? Yeah, um, there's a few boys, but um, mostly closely to um, Xavier Savage and Sebastian Chris. Yeah, it must be really Very nice good. to be able to see those guys um, and the way that they've gone this year. Unfortunately for for Xavier, he he's out for the uh, the season injured, but. Um, Seb Chris is a really good story, isn't he? And someone that you can probably yeah. look up to. Yeah, definitely. You know, same circumstances last year, how he wasn't really playing footy. He was just working and then, you know, he's been killing it ever since he got the opportunity to go back and play for the Raiders. So, well, yeah, it's really good to see. Well, mate, we're looking forward to seeing you um, over the next year develop and, and hopefully... Um, in the future, extend that time with the club. Um, congratulations on the debut again, and um, we look forward to seeing you back out there in green at some stage. Yeah, thank you. Hope you enjoy the rest of your day. There he is, Elijah Anderson, joining us on the podcast this week, and once again, wonderful news for him to re-sign with the club for an extra year. He's put a lot of hard work and a lot of effort into it, so once again to him, congratulations. Time to have a look, though, at the Raiders v Storm. Uh, it's at the Sunshine Coast Stadium, 7.50 on a Thursday night. It's almost upon us already, Rosie. This one's I think, has come around pretty quickly, considering that we played on the Friday, and then, obviously, once you get through the weekend, you, you're the first game in the picture, and away we go Thursday. Yeah, it's come around super quickly, but I'm very excited. It should be a great game. The Storm are always a tough team to play, but we've had some good success over the Storm in recent years, so hopefully that continues on yeah, Thursday. We played them earlier in the year uh, down here, as we mentioned. It, uh, it was Brad Schneider his debut round 11 probably Tom wasn't our greatest performance on the night there but um, we've definitely improved over the past month or so and uh, I think we've won you know most of our games in that period with the exception of last weekend's loss uh, two weekends against the night sorry um, but you know the team's um, building some nice combinations and uh, no doubt the storm will be favorites but we'll come out there with plenty to prove you get the impression that the storm going to this game is heavy favorites and I love it when all the expectations on the opposition, but there just seems to be a real sort of settled feel around the team at the moment. It just feels like that a lot of our sort of young players, especially in the outside backs now, are becoming a lot more settled in first grade. And I just feel like we're really sort of starting to, you know, find our our groove a bit, you know, albeit with the exception of the Knights game. So uh, to be honest, I'm really excited for this one because I, I think we're really going to give it a red hot go up there and, um, you know, I've, I've seen firsthand just how strong the team, they had a really strong training run uh, yesterday and, you know, we've got a captain's run as well and, you know, I, I'm really excited for this match. Yeah, the uh, 
there's no doubt that there's been a better resolve amongst the group over the past few weeks. And looking at the team this week, as we mentioned, not too many changes. Uh, one forced change there with Bailey Simonson coming in for Semi Valabay, and then they've gone for the experienced middle player in C.S. Oliola on the bench for Elijah Anderson. So, obviously, Ricky Stewart um, looking at playing this game down the middle third of the field. The Storm have that monstrous uh, forward pack. I remember last time we played them earlier this year, Nelson Asafa Solomona, Rosie, was um, virtually unstoppable. He scored a couple of tries, and he was a real um, a thorn in our side off the bench. So, he's going to be one player that we're going to have to contain this weekend. Definitely, and I think C is such an important addition to the interchange there for that reason, to stop their forward pack from getting a roll on. I also think uh, Sam Williams is a big key in this game. His kicking game was great against the Dragons on Friday night, and I think he'll have to um, do another good kicking game this weekend yeah. to stop the dangerous outside backs of yeah, the Storm. Yeah, that's right. Not only do they have Nico Hines at fullback, but they've got Ryan Pappenhausen that comes off the bench. So um, there's no doubt they're on top of the table for a reason, but uh, we'll have to see how we go and muscle up against them. Uh, on Thursday night. Let's have a look at the key matchups. Tom, you've gone for uh, the guys uh, in the uh, uh, middle of the field that are coming off the bench. We're talking about Tom Starling and Harry Grant, uh, and no doubt these guys provide some much-needed spark when they come onto the field. I love the way both of these guys play, play the game. They they offer their, their team some much-needed spark when, obviously, as you mentioned, coming off the interchange bench. And I just really feel like whichever one of these two players can sort of bring that energy to their side, uh, this is just going to go a long way into de- determining the outcome of, of this match. And um, Starlo has just been massive for us in the last few weeks. And I, I honestly can't, and Starlo, to be honest, he's the sort of player that thrives off these big occasions. So I'm really excited to seeing how he's going to go and especially how he'll match up against Harry Grant and the impact that he will play. Rosie, your matchup features two guys that have seen plenty of each other this year um, through State of Origin, and that's uh, Cam Munster and also Jack Whiten, and uh, very similar sort of players, big, strong ball runners um, who look to try and get their team on the front foot um, by doing what they do best. Yeah, I'm really excited to see this battle of the halves uh, with Munster and Whiten. Both uh, players can turn the game on its head and provide that spark um, in attack. So, yeah, Whiten um, has been playing some great footy, and so has Munster as well, so it's going to be a great battle. Yeah, I've been going for the, the middle of the field this week for my matchup, and it comes, as we said, the two forward packs are, are such a key element of this fixture. And I see Joe Tarpany, the way that he's been able to start the game in the past couple of games, and also Christian Welch from the from the Storm, uh, are players that you know have a very big influence on the way that their team plays in terms of getting the ball um, moving down through the middle third of the field. So I see both of those guys being a, a huge. Um, prospect up against each other this week and no doubt uh, whoever wins this uh, game in the middle of the field Tom will go a long way to winning this one I really like the way Taps has been playing quite a, a bit uh, at prop so far recently I, I think he you know could be we could be sort of seeing a, a future position change on a permanent basis in that regard he's he Taps is just one of those players where no matter where you put him he's he's just so destructive when he's when he's at his best, and I think I think it's going to be really, as you mentioned, our forward pack against their forward pack. That's going to be just a, a big battle. There's obviously some massive size in in both packs, and it's it's a pretty exciting matchup. Yeah, it's going to be great, and we see Joe Tarpany with that move to the front row. It comes off the back of, you know, obviously Ryan Sutton playing such an important part for us this year at lock. So um, it's great, as we mentioned last week, to have Sutton, Tarpany, Papali'i all playing. Uh, in the start of the game together because it gets the momentum going for us. 
Raiders v Storm, Thursday, 7.50pm. You can catch it on Channel 9, Fox Sports or KO. All right, before we wrap things up this week, it's time to have a look at our podcast predictions and let's have a look at the leaderboard last week. Uh, no points for Tommy, who went for the fairy tale Elijah Anderson try, so no good for him. Rosie, you also missed out with Matt Tomoko, but a point for me, I went for Tom Starling to uh, create something from dummy half and he did just that by scoring a try last weekend. So I've moved to the top uh, of the leaderboard, extending my lead as we approach the end of the season. Tom, what have you got for us this week? I've got a feeling that Bailey Simonson is going to come back into the side and really have an impact um, in the outside backs. So I'm, I'm going to go with the try to Bailey. Rosie? I'm going to Jordan Rappner try. I think um, he's playing some really great footy and I think he'll get over. Yeah, the, both of those guys, um, as we mentioned, could uh, feature at fullback at some stage, depending on what happens. Uh, for me, I'm going to go, I'm going to double down and I'm going to go for Tom Starling to pick up another try this week. I just think that um, you know, last time uh, they came up against the Storm, he had a couple of big run-ins with Big Nelson, and he almost held him up once and uh, ran into him a few times. But I think maybe this time uh, Starlo can uh, be pivotal in the middle third of the field for us and get another try. So I'll go for Tom Starling try. Uh, that brings us to the end of this week's podcast. Uh, enjoy your women in league round, Rosie, and uh, I'm sure um, looking forward to reading all the stories that uh, come out uh, during this week. Yeah, looking forward to it. And Tom, enjoy the game up there and great to see you can head to the match this week on the Sunshine Coast and be part of it. We look forward to talking to you again next week and hopefully after the back of a big win. Hope so. Thanks, guys. There it is behind the limelight this week. We'll catch you next week. Thanks to OAC Digital.